Hey, uh, welcome back to the Monkey Mind Podcast. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the Stuart Backbeat Academy. If you or your child struggle with attention deficit disorder or ADHD, um, playing drums or learning to play drums has been shown to help combat the effects of attention deficit disorder and ADHD. Um, so if you would like to learn to play drums and, uh, get a better handle on your ADD or ADHD, head over to facebook.com slash Stuart Backbeat Academy and contact them to schedule a free, uh, 30 minute, uh, consultation that if, if you have, uh, a smartphone or any kind of device that can connect to the internet and has a camera, uh, you can do a video um, consultation, 30-minute video consultation for free uh, to get started. So um, this episode or this segment of the episode is going to be uh, just kind of personal. Um, with this podcast, I kind of, this is kind of where I come to like work ideas out and stuff uh, and just kind of like get stuff out of my head and talk through things and think think through things. So this one's going to be kind of personal and I don't, I don't have any notes written down. I'm just, um, I'm just kind of talking off the top of my head. So I may, uh, I may be a little jumbled or hard to follow or um, talk about one thing uh, for a long time. Um, but we'll just kind of see where it goes. So I am in the process of potty training my son. And this morning, uh, I dropped him off at preschool and was talking to the, the teachers and letting them know like how he's doing with the potty training and stuff. And, um, and I try to ask them since they've trained probably tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of kids, uh, potty train them. I try to just ask them, you know, let them what's, know what's going on at home and ask them their advice on what I should do about it and stuff. So he had an accident this morning. I, I was talking to, to them about that. And so she's like giving me all this advice on, you know, using, using, uh, candy to reward and, um, and all this stuff. And so, but at one point she says, um, it's really important not to shame him. And immediately I had like, I mean, this gut reaction, like I could feel it in my gut, in my chest. Um, I mean, it, it, pardon my, uh, my crude analogy, but it, or it was like getting kicked in the nuts. Like I, I felt like I got kicked in the nuts. Um, it was just that, that like, physical biological reaction uh when i when i heard her say it's important that you don't shame like as soon as she said the word shame um i just had this reaction and so i i i actually i like started to well up like my eyes started to sing, to sting like i was gonna um start crying and it was really unexpected and weird and i just did not expect it to happen i did not see it coming it was just really really weird. So I got out of there and then I'm, I'm like thinking like, 
why am I, why am I having this reaction? You know, like, why am I getting so emotional right now and stuff? So, um, so yeah, I'm trying to like figure that out and think about it. And so, um, I'm just going to kind of like take, or, uh, you know, talk, talk through this a little bit and, uh, and un- unpack it and, um, just kind of see where it goes. So, um, you know, I'm thinking about like, why does this, why does this bother me so much, this concept of, of shame? And, um, and I think, uh, that it has a lot to do with my religious upbringing. Um, because a lot of, much of, uh, religion in general, and specifically the, uh, the Abrahamic religions, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, um, they, they, uh, are very much based on guilt, shame, and fear. Um, those are kind of like three huge cornerstones is guilt, shame, and fear for those religions. Um, and, uh, it's like, it's expressed in, in all different ways, um, in all of them. Um, but, and I don't, and, uh, before I go too much further, I don't mean this to be a religion bashing session or a, um, I don't mean to, to make this like complaining about my upbringing because I'm very grateful for my upbringing. Um, I, I have very good parents. I had very good parents. Um, and, uh, it's nothing like that. It's, it's not, it's nothing like, uh, you know, com- just complaining about, um, my upbringing. Cause I, I had, I had a very good upbringing, but, um, but this religion thing, you know, it's still, it's still a interest of mine. I still think about religion all the time and philosophy and, um, and psychology. And so there's kind of, I think this big overlap here. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna, gonna kind of, uh, talk through this stuff cause I find it interesting and, um, hopefully you find it interesting too. So anyway, um, so yeah, she said, uh, it's, it's important not to shame and it, and it really hit me that word shame. And so I was thinking about like, why does this have such a, a powerful effect on me? Uh, you know, like all she has to say is like, it's important not to shame. And immediately like I'm all, I'm almost, um, in tears and I don't understand it. So I'm, I'm just trying to understand it. Um, so I think that, uh, that guilt and shame, um, play a huge part in the Abrahamic religions. Um, like if you like just, so kind of going, I guess in a chronological order, looking back at, at, uh, Judaism, because Islam and Christianity are, are born out of Judaism. Um, the role that guilt and shame play in Judaism is huge. Um, now I'm not a Jew and I 
I have not studied Judaism like as a practitioner and I have not studied it um, like in in a university or anything. Um, but I guess here's here's what I know about it when it comes to this whole guilt and shame thing. Is it basically the way it works is uh, you have this deity um, in Judaism. Uh, it's called, uh, well, you don't really call it anything because you're not supposed to say its name. But the name of this thing is YHWH. And um, since there are no vowels, um, nobody really knows what what vowel sounds are supposed to go in between the YHWH. So you're not really supposed to say it. Like it's, it's kind of forbidden to say anyway, even if you did know how to say it. But most people say it like Yahweh. Um, which I'm sure is, is probably like a very, um, I'm sure I'm butchering that, uh, anyway, but, um, yeah, so you have this deity Yahweh and, um, and it is a perfect deity, perfect being, um, that either can't or refuses to be, uh, be like in the presence of any kind of impurity or imperfection or anything like that. And there's tons of laws. You can go look in the, the book of Leviticus. Um, and it talks about like the, the tabernacle and the Holy of Holies and who's allowed to approach the tabernacle when, and there's like long, long lists of, um, no, no dwarfs or little people, nobody with a clubbed foot, nobody, uh, no blind people, no deaf people. Um, this whole concept of like, of, of perfection, um, of having to like be perfect in order to approach this being, this deity. Um, and so, so the whole, uh, it's kind of, so it's kind of built around that, um, being, being perfect and stuff. So there's, um, there's a lot of, of guilt and shame, um, that is, that is associated with that because, uh, the, the concept is that people are not, no person is, uh, perfect. So everybody has these blemishes and things that are wrong with them. And, you know, but in order to, uh, access this, this deity, this perfect deity, um, you can't just come walking in there with, um, you know, like things that are wrong with you, whether it's the physical things or sins or, um, all this stuff. So, um, so that's, that's, uh, I guess that's the first half of it. And then, so in order for people to, to access the deity, there has to be these blood sacrifices to cleanse people of their sins so that they can approach this deity. 
Um, and then when you, of course, when you kill an innocent animal because you have something wrong with you or you do something wrong or think something wrong or you're imperfect in some way, um, it's hard not to feel guilty <laughs> that this, that this innocent am- animal that has no idea like who this deity is, who you are, what you did, why anybody cares. They don't know what's going on. Um, they're just an animal that's never done anything wrong because they don't, they don't have the capacity to, you know, d- to do things wrong. Um, if that makes sense. Um, and so you gotta like kill this innocent animal that didn't do anything wrong because you did something wrong or there's something wrong with you. So it's hard not to feel guilty, um, about that. Um, and that's kind of the, like the system of, of how it's set up. You, there's the perfect deity, there's the imperfect you, and then, uh, you know, to, to access that deity or, or be, uh, seen as, uh, acceptable or, you know, to, to get the, uh, approval of this deity, um, you gotta kill a bunch of innocent animals, um, and feel bad about it. And it's like very important that you feel bad about it. Um, or, I mean, I don't know. Go, go read, go read the, um, the Jewish Bible. And, uh, I don't know. There's like, there's lamentations and, uh, just like read the, read the Psalms and stuff. See, see how bad people feel for the stuff that they've done. Um, it's really important in, in, in that system, um, to feel bad. And so, and so, like the guilt and the shame is kind of like the, the, uh, thing, I guess that it's trying to cure. Um, and okay. So I think I already mentioned Buddhism cause I talked about Judaism, um, Christianity and Islam, uh, and how, how those are, how guilt and shame play a huge role in those and how, uh, Buddhism seems to be a bit different. So now I'm going to switch and kind of talk about Buddhism. So, uh, Judaism, Islam, Christianity, they kind of seem to be focused on the guilt and the shame. Like even in, in Christianity, it's the same setup. So you have the same deity, um, and the same, the same problem. Um, but the solution in Christianity is instead of just, you know, continuing to kill a bunch of animals over and over, um, you have Jesus who is the deity. Um, and he is, and so now instead of killing the animals, it's Jesus being killed. Um, and so you don't need to keep killing the animals. You just have to have Jesus killed. And then you got to feel bad about that. Um, that Jesus had to be killed because there's stuff wrong with you. Um, and then, uh, you kind of, uh, you feel bad and then you feel grateful and you feel bad and you feel grateful and you bet. So it's kind of this, that's kind of how that one works. Um, so, so yeah, those are kind of, I guess the, those ones focus on 
you know, fear of the deity and then shame of guilt and shame of self. And then, uh, the way that those things are kind of like, uh, balanced out, um, is that the deity loves you and doesn't want you to feel guilty. So, um, he either killed himself or killed his son or, or had the, the, you know, people kill his son or something. Um, so that's kind of how that works. It's like a guilt, shame, fear, um, thing. Um, Buddhism's focus seems to be more just on suffering. So instead of guilt, shame, fear, love thing, um, it's more, it's more focused on suffering. So, um, it just kind of acknowledges like all life suffers, um, or suffering is a, a, is something that everything that that's living pretty much experiences. Um, and then its goal is just to figure out how to, um, how to deal with that, how to lessen suffering, how to live with suffering, how to, um, how to, I don't know if overcome suffering is, is the right word, but it's, it's kind of more focused on suffering instead of, uh, guilt and shame and fear. Um, so anyway, sorry. I feel like this is just kind of a, uh, a rambling. Um, but anyway, I had this conversation this, this morning, she mentioned, um, how important it is not to shame. And it kind of like struck this chord with me that like, it's, it's interesting. Cause, cause, uh, I mean, I know that's important. I know, I know it's important not to shame anybody. Like nobody should ever be shamed. Um, I mean, we, I think a lot of times we think of examples where like we want people to be shamed or we think it would be good for someone to be shamed. And usually it's when they do something like really, really bad. Um, and that seems to be like the socially accepted thing that needs to happen to that person, especially, um, with like, uh, crimes of sexual harassment and things of that nature. Like when, um, when somebody, when a, like, especially with what's going on now, like with, with, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's been going on throughout all humankind, but, um, there are a lot of politicians and a lot of, uh, government, um, people who are being, um, called out for, for being, um, for harassing women, for touching women, for saying things to women. Um, and so, so the, I think it seems that, um, when that happens, the expected, um, following sequence of events is like, this person needs to feel guilty. They need to be shamed publicly. They need to be brought before the entire world and everybody needs to, um, point their finger at them and say bad person. And which, I mean, the stuff that they do is terrible. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about shame and, um, and how we, how we deal with it and all that stuff. Um, and I guess the point that I was, that I was making right now is just, uh, is just, 
it doesn't shame doesn't really seem to to be the greatest tool um but there there still seem to be um circumstances and stuff where uh it seems like we where we want to shame people um and i don't know i don't know if that's right or wrong or good or bad i don't know if in the if in those uh circumstances that that shame helps um maybe it helps i don't know um i guess in some cases people feel so much shame that they that they change that they that they're so um either embarrassed or they actually just feel so bad that they um you know like they actually feel, they actually experience real shame it's not just the kind where um you're you're just super embarrassed because everybody knows that you did something terrible um it's the feeling of oh i did something terrible and i feel bad about it not other people are upset about it um anyway shame is not like a a very you know people don't usually go like hey you want to talk about shame like it's the last thing that people want to talk about but um i don't know i just had that experience that that conversation and it and it really uh it hit me and um i think it still plays a, a huge part in my life so um it probably probably everybody like experiences shame and has has had negative experiences with shame growing up whether they were raised religiously or not i do think though that um among uh religious community especially the abrahamic ones um shame is not not uh maybe used so great um in the in those in those areas so um again this is not a like a bashing you know i'm not i'm not trying to bash one religion um and uh or three religions or whatever because like they still they still help people um there are people who go through christianity and judaism and catholicism and islam and all that stuff and they they uh deal with the shame thing and they come out fine um but that was just kind of like my experience um and yeah i felt the need to talk about it so hopefully you don't you don't uh struggle with shame it doesn't mess with you too much um or maybe you can just uh come away with this um i don't know maybe just being being aware of that maybe like being aware like of things like where you feel shame and then and then ask yourself like should i feel shame about this like um i mean for me it's it's stuff like you know what the things that are important to me like i i value things um that i think other people view as not very important um and then i feel ashamed that i that i you know find this thing to be so important to me like jujitsu or skateboarding or music or stuff like that so uh so anyway i didn't i didn't mean to really talk for like 20 minutes about shame but um 
I think understanding this will help me going forward and hopefully um, maybe you thinking about this and and uh, understanding this will help you go forward in your own life and then um, hopefully in the lives of people around you. So um, yeah, today I'm going to just kind of go through the day and be aware of that. Try not to shame myself. Try not to shame others. Um, and just be like, have like a uh, compassionate awareness of that, of how much shame is in the world and just how much, um, I'm sure like everybody struggles with that. So, uh, that's pretty much it for now. I'm about to go into the library and get some stuff done. Um, hopefully you didn't hate this too much, but if you did, let me know. Uh, I haven't really had like, I haven't really had any real heckling experiences online yet anywhere. Like, um, maybe it's because I don't put myself out there enough, but I haven't had too many hecklers. So if you're a heckler, if you're listening to this, you think it's terrible and you hate it and you've listened to this long, uh, let me know how much you hate it. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs>